are listening to the Daily Roundup here as part of the Reality Steve podcast. I am your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in. Got a good show for you today, an update on a couple things in regards to Bachelor Nation and a story that I'm working on. Also, got some big brother news from last night. I'm kind of flummoxed as to what I saw and the challenge last night. Going to be honest, probably not one of their better episodes. And not because anything was really wrong with it. It's just not a lot happened, really. I know they're setting some up some stuff up for future episodes, but in terms of last night's episode, not a lot happened. But we will get to that momentarily. This podcast is brought to you by GreenChef.com. Go to GreenChef.com slash RealitySteve135 and use code RealitySteve135 to get $135 off across five boxes, and your first box ships free. That's greenchef.com slash realitysteve135, code realitysteve135, $135 off across five boxes, including your first box shipping free. Green Chef, the number one meal kit for eating well. Okay, let's get started here. Got a couple things to talk about in Bachelor Nation. The first thing I want to talk about is this story that I've been working on for a little over a month or so. And I told you when I had a couple stories coming up, the first one obviously was the Nate stuff. The second one, I didn't go into details on it because it is a very serious nature. And I'm going to update you on where I'm at right now. And I'm not going to give anything away in terms of who's involved or whatever, or even what the story is. But I want to be transparent of what's going on. I was informed of something that happened. An intermediary reached out to me and said, um... This is what's happening. You know, like I said, I'm not going to go into details of it yet because um, you'll know why. But they were an intermediary was the one that reached out to me and said, this is happening. And they said, I can put you in touch with the person who this is happening, who was involved in this. And I said, okay. So I spoke to this person, the subject, we'll just call them the subject. I spoke to this subject on numerous occasions. I got all the information that I needed. I got pictures. I got text messages. Pretty much exactly what I told you I would go through with any story going forward is I need proof. This person, this subject certainly provided the proof. I said, do you want to do an interview? They said, absolutely. And I said, okay, we will do it. We have to go over a few things. And, you know, we'll record probably, you know, mid-August and, and run at end of August, beginning of September, around there. And like I said, there's a, there's a lot that goes into this story, but the subject knows what's going on and knows by coming forward, it's a very big deal. And in my mind, I mean, this subject couldn't have been any more cooperative when I asked for stuff. She numerous times texted me and yes, it's a, it's a woman numerous times texted me and said, Hey, can you talk? And I did. And I listened to her story and I listened to what she had to say about everything. And she said, do you want me to get this? Do you want me to get this? I'll see what I can find on this. I, let me, let me go digging and see what else I can pull. I mean, just sending me everything she possibly could about this story. A week ago, I reached out and said, you know, after everything was done with the Nate story, with the spoilers and 
men tell all. I reached out to her, said, Hey, you know, just checking in. You ready? You know, you ready to do this? No response. I've sent five texts in the last week and I've gotten no response. So I don't know what to do at this point because I, you know, I can't force anybody to do something they don't want to do. Could somebody have gotten to her? I guess it's possible. Could she have had a change of heart? I guess it's possible. I don't know because she won't even respond to a text now. And all I'm asking is, hey, what's going on? What's the latest? Even if I even said, even if you don't want to do this anymore, please let me know so I can go about it. Because even if she doesn't want to do it, I have enough information to where I'm just trying to see. We could even do this to where she comes and does an interview and I release the photos and the text messages and I just black everything out. And you'll know it's a person, but you don't have to know their name. You don't have to know anything, but they will be behind it and they will verify the story. But I can't get a text back from them. So I don't know what to do at this point. I asked the intermediary the other day, hey, she hasn't responded to a text. What's going on? Does she not want to do it anymore? And the intermediary talked to her and said, I just spoke to her. She's good. She's still going to do the story. And I'm, while I think that's great, I'm like, that doesn't help me that she's telling you she's still going to steal the story. Why can't she respond to a text? I need to know, especially if she still wants to do it. Like if she just ghosted me and didn't want to do it anymore, it would make sense. But I, I still, I think you should respectfully say I'm choosing to bow out and I don't want to do this. But so the bottom line is, I don't know where I stand right now with this story. I can't force her to do anything she doesn't want to do. It, the ball is in her court. I can't even get a text back from her. So to me, honestly, that doesn't sound good. And for somebody that was so adamant about getting the story out there and wanting it out there, and then to not even respond to a text for the last week, I've sent probably four or five texts just checking in. It sounds like maybe somebody got to her. She had a change of heart. I don't know. I don't know how else to explain it. But, you know, could I run it anonymously because she has given me all the information and I have enough information to run with the story? Because she gave me the information, is that considered permission? I I don't really know. I don't think so. I still would like her permission to be like, hey, if you don't want to do the interview, but you just want me to relay the story, kind of like Kelsey. Kelsey and I were supposed to do an interview. And she's just like, I don't want to do an interview. I don't want to talk. But you can run the story and use all my, you know, use my name and my pictures and my photos. With this one, I guess I could do the same thing. Like, she doesn't want to talk and put her name and put her you know voice behind it but i could still do the story but i i think i still need her permission even though she's given me everything and she hasn't said no she's just ghosted me i, I what's the i don't know but if she says i don't want to do anything i don't want to be a part of this anymore i've thought about it there's a part of me morally that has to do something about this that's how serious this is. I don't know if I can sit back and not do anything. It seems morally wrong. So I don't know. I know that doesn't help matters, but it does. At least you know where I'm at because I know a few of you in reader emails have asked me, when is this other story? The plan was to record last weekend and I was going to run it either this week or next week, but I haven't recorded the interview. She hasn't responded to a text in over a week. So I don't know what to do, but 
if she doesn't want anything to do with it, even though the intermediary talked to her two days ago and she said, no, I talked to her, she's in, she still wants to do it. Okay, why won't won't she text me back so we can set something up? I don't, I don't know. Like if there's something going on else in her life, just tell me that. So I know I'm just in the dark right now. I have no idea what's going on and why I won't be responded to. And, um, but like I said, I I don't know. I don't know the the protocol here and I'm not going to force her to do anything she doesn't want to do. She doesn't want to tell the story. I'm going to present another option. You know, like I said, do it anonymously with, I can still show the pictures, still show the text, still have her voice on the podcast. We're just not going to identify who the person is. And you'll know the person that they're talking about, but, and that person will know who it is, but that doesn't matter. Because if then he puts her on blast, then he's even even in more trouble. So anyway, that's where we're at uh, with the story that you guys have all been asking about. Trust me, I'm I'm just as curious as you are, because if you would have told me a month ago that we would ever get to this point, I would have been no way. She's absolutely 100% on board with the amount of times that we spoke on the phone, the amount of information that she has given me, the numerous times that she responded right back, the fact that she can't even respond to a text for a week. I, I don't know what to make of that. Usually that means not good. So I will keep you updated and, and let you know. And obviously if I run the story, um, it's going to, uh, it's, it's, it's a really, it's a really important story to tell and something needs to happen. So I will leave it at that. Another thing I want to talk about in regards to the bachelor, you know, obviously the bachelor starts filming in about a month. They've probably narrowed their down. They probably have the cast already. I know a few of the women that at least went to final casting weekend, but sitting here, and thinking about it, and for years, for years, I have always said, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, you know? Why? You are you already have a built-in audience when you make the lead someone from a previous season, because there's a lot of people that are already seriously, seriously invested in that person and want to see them find love, whether it be a man or a woman, bachelor or bachelorette. But the more I think about it, I don't think there'd be anything wrong with just going off the board and going with somebody that wasn't on a previous season, just picking out for the bachelor, just some good looking professional dude, good job, good family. I think the last time we had someone as the lead that wasn't on a previous season, I believe was Brad Womack's first season. When they pulled Brad, he was somebody that nobody knew just a guy bar owner down in Austin. I think every lead since then has been on the show before, almost positive, unless I'm totally blanking, but I don't think that's the case. So I think, I I think it's time, not every season going forward, but I think you got to mix it in there. I, I, I don't see, not just because I don't think any of the guys this season are worthy. I don't care if they do end up going with Nate or they do end up going with, you know, someone like, Zach or something, or, you know, I would, I'd be fine with it. I'm just saying for the first time in probably 10 years, I'm thinking that, you know what? You should switch it up. Why not? Yes. You won't have a built-in audience for the new lead, but you got to do something different. I think they tried it with the two bachelorette format. Didn't really work. The women were enticing because they had a fan base, both of them. But just the way it was formatted out just didn't work on the television side. 
why not just bring in a guy and just be like, hey, you know, hell, that's the way the show used to be. <laughs> you know, maybe you go back to your roots and do it. I don't see what the I don't see a negative side of it. It's not like the, you know, as we all know, there's you know ways to look at the ratings and whatnot. But network television is is down all across the board. So what do you have to lose by just naming a bachelor that's just a dude? You know, it doesn't have to be an athlete. Doesn't have to be a C list celebrity. Doesn't even have, it should never be a celebrity anyway because that's not believable. They don't need to go on the show to find a date and to find a girlfriend or find a potential spouse. But just casting a guy that's got a great job and great family, good-looking, all-American dude, I could totally see them doing it. They've done it before. It's been t- probably 20 seasons, but why not? At this point, why not? Now, I say that just as my own opinion. I haven't heard anything if they're going to do that. I have no idea. That's just where I – because I've been so anti – I think even Chris Harrison said this in an interview once. You could probably Google it. Chris Harrison once said, basically, when he was asked this in an interview, well, if if you're a hamburger place and you make the best hamburgers in the world, why all of a sudden you start making pizza? Basically, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And it wasn't for a long time. It made sense to cast somebody from a previous season because the fans were just invested in their love story and that person gets their heart broken. You're like, oh, I want to see them find love and they make them the next lead. Makes perfect sense. But when you've done it 20 seasons in a row now, or whatever it is, it's like, would it kill anybody to just bring in a new person? No. So I'd like to see them try it. I don't know if they will, but I wouldn't be against it. And for the longest time, I was. I was just like, just use the use somebody that's from previous season. It makes all the sense in the world. Not that it doesn't make sense anymore. I just want something different. I'm just... <laughs> The recycling is just, for the longest time, I was just like, yeah, recycle, I'm fine with it. Now I'm just like, can we try it? Maybe just one season to see how it goes. But I have no idea if it's going to happen. Here's a good story for you. (laughs) I got through to a troll. I I never thought this would ever happen because anytime I respond to a troll, I usually try not to because it's just you're fighting a losing battle. It's either, oh, I'm allowed to have an opinion, uh, free speech, I can say whatever. Okay, yes, I get it. I'm not saying you're not allowed to have an opinion, but... Come on, you don't have to say this. Or they just attack me for no reason, even though they are the ones that that are in the wrong. But anyway, somebody DM'd me on Instagram and had commented on Susie's post the other day. I don't even remember what post it was. But their comment is what drew my attention because they sent me a screenshot of what they wrote on Susie's page. And what they wrote on Susie's page said, I'm so sorry y'all are breaking up. So sad. And then right underneath that, at Susie Evans, when are y'all going to announce it? Still so sad. And I'm like, and she sent it to me and said, why is Susie leaving this up there? I bet they're broken up. She hasn't deleted it yet. And let me, let me read you what I wrote them back. I said, can I be honest? That's really shitty to write on her page. She owes you nothing. You're telling someone who's clearly in a relationship with Clayton still that they're going to break up? Why? What's the point? Just seems very rude to write that on her page. Think it all you want. Tell your friends what you think. But to write that twice on her page is rude. I'm sorry, but that's how I feel. Totally unnecessary for you to say that to her. And then I was expecting, you know, the wrath thrown at me and I'm the bad guy and all this. And this person 
This woman wrote back and said, you know what? You are absolutely right. I just went in and deleted them. I was like, holy shit. Maybe there is some hope for America that people that spew off hate online can actually be reached. I didn't think I was going to reach them by saying that, but I tried and it worked. So anytime you see something like that, and it doesn't have to be just because it's me. Anytime you see somebody just blasting off on somebody's captions on their Instagram and saying shit like that, that's totally unnecessary. Send them a DM and just be like, why are you writing this? Especially with Susie. Susie, it wasn't even a picture about their relationship. It was just Susie posting. I can't remember what the picture was. And you and you look at that picture and you're like, why aren't you telling us about the breakup? You know? I mean, listen to that. I'm so sorry y'all are breaking up. When are y'all going to announce it? Still so sad. What? She's posting a picture that had Clayton wasn't even in it. I don't get people sometimes, but I'm glad I could reach them. I'm glad that they took it down, and they did. I double-checked, so they did delete it, but I'm just saying that for all you out there as well. If you see somebody who writes something like that, might as well reach out to them. I mean, maybe they won't see it because if you if they don't follow you, it's going to go to their request folder, but it doesn't hurt to try. I thought I was fighting an uphill battle. I don't know why that bothered me so much. I thought I was fighting an uphill battle and I was just going to get yelled at back in return or told I'm allowed to have an opinion, which is pretty much the comeback that most people have. It's a free country. I'm allowed to free speech. Says, yes, yeah, we're, we know you have free speech, and we know you're allowed to say stuff, but what was the point of that? What were you trying to accomplish by that? And, you know, they wrote me one sentence back and said, you know what, you're right. I am going to delete that. So, hey, it works sometimes. Actually, be nice. Big Brother last night, Terrence wins Power Veto and took Turner off, put up Kyle. So the only two people who are voting now are Alyssa and Turner. Alyssa's obviously going to vote for Joseph. She's not voting for Kyle. So the vote's now going to be on Turner. If he votes Kyle, then the vote is 1-1 and the tiebreaker goes to Terrence. Is he flopping now? Like we said, Kyle just made the biggest move of the game by telling Terrence about the leftovers and telling him what's been going on in the game. The question was, would it backfire and it be used against him? I guess we'll find out tonight. I don't know where Terrence is leaning. Because when Kyle told him, Terrence is like, yeah, yeah, I'm with you and Alyssa and Michael and Brittany. And then now he's like, wait a second. Now he's like, no, I'm switching out my initial initial noms, even though I was the one who won power veto, and I'm putting you, I'm putting... um taking Turner off and putting you up, Kyle, even though you just spilled your whole game to me. So I don't know if that's, I don't know. Maybe he is targeting Kyle. But before last night on Sunday, when Kyle was telling him the whole plan, it seemed like he was with Kyle and was going to join Kyle and Alyssa and then get with Michael and Brittany and they would have a five of the eight people left, it would be those five strong. And I think Kyle was down because Kyle was even like in his diary rooms. Yeah. (laughs) Terrence is with me. He's really on my side. We got this thing. And then apparently not. So on the other side, Brittany wins power veto decides to keep the noms the same, which we expected. So Monty and Jasmine remain up, meaning the two voting are Taylor and Brittany, both part of the leftover 
alliance. I got to believe they want Jasmine out, but I guess they can get rid of a major target and blindside Monty. I think hear, hearing Michael talk about maybe voting Monty out was just a tease. I really do think they want Jasmine gone. I could be wrong, but I, I think they want her gone. You might as well. Because they don't know what's going on on the other side. Maybe if they knew what was happening and one of the other leftovers was leaving, maybe it's possible they would target Monty, but they have no idea. So it seems like Jasmine will be gone tonight. But between Joseph and Kyle, I'm my hands are up in the air because I don't know what Terrence is doing. But he really has a major, this is the turning point in the game, whatever Terrence decides to do. I said at the beginning the challenge was an average episode, probably the worst episode of the season. But when you have an when you have a season that has a bunch of B pluses and A's, that doesn't mean this episode was terrible. It was just the worst compared to the others. I give it a you know B B minus, probably because the arena battle was such a wipeout. Enzo dominated Leo in Hall Brawl, and it really wasn't even close. Did Leo has ever watched the show? Has he ever watched Hall Brawl? Did he even listen to all his? teammates and castmates up in the stands you know on hall bro you gotta go low and for some reason leo did the opposite he stayed high both times and got obliterated i mean it wasn't even close they couldn't even edit it to make it look close so i don't know what leo was thinking but my prediction from the very beginning of the season when i said look i have no idea on the spoilers on this but it looks like this show is made for Survivor people to last the longest. And right now, six people remaining are from Survivor, and they have the majority. I, I think they're going to win. If there's one winner or two winners, a man and a woman, I, I'm going to go with Survivor people. I don't know who yet. Um, I, obviously, Sarah is a beast, and if she won, I wouldn't be the least bit surprised. But, you know, we'll see. I just don't know how the finals are going to work out and whatnot. But just a very average episode last night. And, you know, you're almost you're almost trimming the fat at this point because all the big boys are still in the game. And when you have a, a final of in the arena of Enzo and Leo, Enzo's been terrible in the challenges, but he's won two arenas. And Leo has been I was going to say he was good in the challenges, but he, he actually had one good arena performance. So I can't say he's been the opposite. So. I, I, we'll see what happens going forward, but I think they're just trimming fat right now, and we're going to get to the big boys, and this should be a, a really great ending to the season. But I liked I liked the episode. It wasn't great, like I said. It, I liked it, but compared to the others, no. It was probably a, a notch below it. So that'll do it for today's daily roundup. Like I said, I will keep you updated on anything that I hear in regards to this story that I'm working on. I, it's It's frustrating. But there's nothing I can do. I, I, I've I sent texts. There's no point to call. If she's not going to answer a text, calling isn't going to do anything. So we'll see. I'll keep you updated, and hopefully uh, we can get around to doing this. And if not, even do it. You know, Maybe there's a way to do this anonymously um, as long as I have her permission. And um, I have all the info. So we'll see and go from there. And then um, just one last thing, the Thursday podcast, which will be up in about two hours from the time this podcast was released, going to be with bachelor number four, Bob Guinea. First time he's ever on the podcast, a really great conversation. I know you're going to like it. So tune into that coming up in a couple hours on the reality Steve podcast. So thank you all for tuning in and we will talk to you tomorrow. See you.